People get hung up on this idea of fame as being success, and it's actually not. Honestly, I just want to be happy and maybe be more me. Most people's lives are not ordinary. They're actually extraordinary. And I think that's important for people to, to remember. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. So we're, we're in episode 33 now, and we've come quite a long way in our journey and how we're seeing ourselves develop as characters personally and the personas that we want to show to the audience around us. So, so this episode, I think the main thing that we've kind of been looking at is honesty and honest, being honest with yourself. Because I think in the last, in, in one of the episodes that went out recently, we were actually starting to explore how do we be honest and show who we really are to the world without overly caring about the way that the world perceives us because that can actually be a block in, in what we've been doing with the artist way. And I think we're, we're, what I've enjoyed about the last few episodes that we've been doing is that there has been a sort of gentleness, a discussion in what's been going on as we've started to explore more about the world that we live in and want to be part of and what we want to do in these areas that we're now discovering as part of our potential business and, but also part of that creative world that we now want to be part of i think that's that's to be honest that's what i'm looking at <laughs> what about yourself garvin well as you, as you know me you go off talking stuff starts bopping around my head and wants to try and get out and it's competing to come out with you know who what little idea or fragment of spark is going to get to get out of the gob as a result of what you just said now as as i let you speak and gave you a bit of air time you know th that that ranking started to change and and the la one of the last things was in there and it's probably just because the wording was frank and honest and it's a new coffee brand in ireland i don't know whether it's somewhere else as well but right. we were talking about being frank in the past as well and being honest uh, and so to be be to the point be honest be yourself be sincere be frank be bill be ted uh, and now Honestly, I don't know who I am. Honestly, you know, I don't know who I'm trying to be. You know, th and there's a little bit of that mixed in there as well. I, I am now being honest, sticking my hands up and go, who are you? Who do you want to be? It, it's not if you could be anybody. I was, I was watching Dwayne, like a motivational speech from Dwayne Johnson there the other night on YouTube. And this guy is getting up the crack of dawn, pumping iron to beat the band. He's 24, 25, 7, working at being number one in his multiple industries. And he dedicated extreme. And he says he has his back against the wall and no one is going to beat him. He just falls forward. He, there's no going back. There is no back. There's only forward and it's B number one in his game. I'm going, honestly, I don't want to be him. Honestly, I, I couldn't put that amount of work and effort in. Honestly, I just want to be happy and maybe be more me. I don't, honestly, I don't know what that actually looks like yet i do know we're on a journey to it and we're feeling more relaxed in our skin and as you said the, like the artist's way or this journey to creativity is letting a little bit more of of the real potential me out of the pandora's box i'm not too sure i answered any of your questions but honestly i don't know <laughs> No, and I think I think that's that's a very important part of it because you've actually you did actually put together 
a case about how you're feeling and where you're going and what you're trying to achieve, even though you don't know what that is. And I think this is where we're in, in, in the, these explorations that we're going through, we're discovering more about who we want to be and, and what we want to do. And part of your conversation there was talking about how you were thinking through what I was saying and wanted to, to respond. But one of the things that I've been exploring is, uh, and they talked about the heart, is, is they're using the heart as being, well, how do you feel? How did you feel about that as opposed to what did you think? What were the ideas? What were the emotions that you were going through as you were exploring some of those kind of ideas? And I think there's something that I'm getting used to the idea of, well, maybe we need to start to, if I feel, how do I feel today? For example, I was actually feeling quite pucker today. Earlier on, I was feeling pretty, pretty chirpy. And then I went online and I suddenly went, oh my goodness, the money I thought I had there suddenly disappeared. It went somewhere else I couldn't do. And I thought, oh, for goodness sake. And all of a sudden my mood changed. I suddenly felt a little bit of a downer. Now, it won't be a problem. It's just it's just that what I thought was there isn't there. And now we have to try and arrange something different too. But those are everyday things. But it's interesting to see how little things like that can change your mood. Or you could be, again, quite pucker, as I, I heard, well, it was a couple of days ago, and then suddenly you get a little bit of bad news, which brings you down again. And, it, and it's, a, it's a wave. You're going up and down, up and down, depending on how you feel. Uh, and, and we each have all those kind of problems and it's how we actually deal with them to, to f make ourselves feel better about stuff. And that is something that we're, we, don't we don't tend to explore that often. We're always trying to think about what we're going to be doing in the future and we have to do this and we have to think right and we have to act right, but we don't necessarily concentrate on the way that we feel. And I think with this lockdown, that's where a lot of people are currently having problems. We're getting in touch. Well, again, words that came to mind there, the word mind, heart and mind. Yeah, as you said, how do we feel? What are our emotions? And even saying the words, how do we feel? That's the mind going. It's thinking. It's a question. It's then checking bodily parts subconsciously and going, ah, leg is fine. Arm is fine. Heart is okay. I feel tired. I feel happy. I feel hungry uh, or I feel sad. And it's all emotions and uh, or I feel elated. But I mean, the, the heart and mind, heart is, is a weird organ as well in the sense of it might be where the soul resides in some cases because in some religions i believe where where we think love well, if you think of valentine's day you go love on the heart it's you know heart and the symbol of it is love you know again is it more the fact it's beating you're alive you can love or it's, it's a strange organ it's a strange shape why is it associated with the word love i don't know heart and mind it's like again in business speak strangely enough we're talking about the net the net effect of how i feel about different things going on in our lives and you touched on you, our financial situation might be a bit more precarious but at the same time in the absence of it our our family situation might be we're getting on better with them and and, and having more time and enjoying like the, the time with our loved ones i believe your mother and my mother are both in hospital like at the moment and you know we, we there is this you know alarm bells going off based on age profile of if they're not going to be here forever do I worry about a bill over here or do I spend some time just having a giggle and a bit of fun watching a program on TV with my mother and go and everything else is irrelevant. It's in the future. There is only the now. There's this moment. There's love. There's heart. There's mind. And that matters. If that makes sense. <laughs> it does, because I know that, um, I mean, in, 
My mum has, uh, she's actually with us at the moment at home. She has been in hospital and we're, we're aware that uh, maybe a heart is not so good. And what it affect, how it affects her is that she finds it hard to breathe at times. She's a very avid gardener. She loves to be out in the garden. And if she can't get into the garden, she, she can start to feel up, upset. You know, that's how she feels about that situation. Um, and she always sees all the, we see a garden that's actually blossoming is actually fabulous. And she sees all the problems that need to be fixed. And they're almost getting to the point where she's being overwhelmed. But she came down this morning, we had breakfast and we actually put on one of our shows just for the sheer fun of it. As opposed We're to putting narcissistic. on the news. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is it. well, it was better than watching the daily news. I've no idea what's going on in the news. And I know she's worrying about the pandemic because she can't get out. But what was really nice was that she watched she watched the show and she giggled. And she had a good old giggle. And and then when she went out, she went, Do you know what? I feel really good. <laughs> so so even though it was our show. She actually felt better after it. She felt uplifted and she went out and she's actually probably spent the last two hours in the garden, which she was beginning to feel that she couldn't do. But there she is. She's out in the garden. She's, she's focused. She's in the now. She's doing what she can and she feels great. And as long as she doesn't try to work too hard and just paces herself, she'll actually have a good day and she, can, she should be able to feel that she's okay. And I think those are important things but like we, you were talking about there, what I'm becoming aware of is that I normally run around doing all kinds of bits and pieces, trying to get stuff done. But of, of late, I'm actually stopping and realizing I need to have conversations with people, not because I necessarily need them, but they need me to just be there to listen to. And at that particular point in time, that's okay, that's important, and that outweighs anything else that I should be doing at this particular point in time. Actually, that's that's uh, mirroring. I was walking down the hall here just to get her, my glass of water for this show, and my son was walking by, going, "You're all dressed up. What are you doing?" And I go, go "No, admittedly, it's in the morning of a Friday afternoon in in, in mid August." And I go, "I'm off to do my show." <laughs> and he goes, "Good on you, off." It's it's just a strange thing at this time on a Friday. I'm off to do my show with George. It doesn't matter that we know we'll produce this. We'll have a half an hour or something. We'll have a nice, honest and frank conversation with each other and explore where we are in our timeline of, should we keep on doing this? Are we happy with what's happening? You know, does this make sense in the in the mad scheme of things out there? And now the one thing you just touched on was, I'm enjoying myself of a Friday morning. I'm looking for, I'm sort of, Trip, tripping the life fantastic down the hall, getting my drink, dressing up to move from one room to the next room to go have a talk with George about, we didn't, I didn't know until I got here that it was, let's talk about honesty because that's what's fallen out of, are we being honest with ourselves? Do, should we be doing this? Are we fooling ourselves or tricking ourselves into thinking this is a good thing when it's a bad thing? It's using up time, that's, as you said, that's very important to have and you could be using it with your family and elsewhere. And go, it's only half an hour. Now, it might lead to five hours of work to edit and do other things with. But it's the best investment I feel I make every week is these two half hour mentoring, coaching, you know, actually, it's nearly like a confessional. Yeah, in, in the sense of, you know, being honest, we're, we're talking to each other. And we've been honest about how we feel, where we think we are in the universe. Are we doing the right thing? Could we be doing something else? Should we be doing something else? 
let's try that other iteration. Let's see what, what comes of it. And then let's revisit and do again. I think we've been, the last six months is about being honest with ourselves first and then relaxing into our true selves and then finding that personality that's sitting in there that might not have been uh, to uh, so much to the forefront before because different personas have to come to the forefront because of business and personal life but now we're going this is the real vice honestly it's finding a way out it's starting to feel natural and it it it, it has a it's it's going to find a home and the home is now on the outside not on the inside looking out yeah. What, what are the? You mentioned there that you 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 went down the hall and you 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 um, had words with your son or either your son was sort of saying, "What are you dressed up for?" And one of the great things he's about in his pajamas and I'm in my suit. He's in his pajamas. So you're in your suit, yeah. <laughs> but this is that'll be a memory that will actually stick with him because you, you never know when these memories stick with the youngsters. Uh, I mean, I've got two lads that are now. One's approaching 30. He's a little bit less than that. He's 27. The other was 31. Um, we're expecting our second grandchild. And at the moment, we're, we're talking to them on a, on a weekly basis through, through WhatsApp. And it's quite exciting for us as grandparents to have our little uh, grandson kind of go, hiya, hiya. And you can see in his face, he brightens up because we're there and he's building a relationship albeit through, through a, a television type medium. You might call it a YouTube or WhatsApp, but it's effectively a form of television. Now, I know uh, that my, my dad passed away about 10 years ago and about six, seven months before he passed away, it was his 75th birthday. And I have video of him with the family opening up. And that's that's a memory that we have. And what we don't realize, I think, is that through these kind of shows, uh, I as I said, I have a second grandchild on the way they will get to know us a little bit better because we won't be able to be there because they're in Canada through watching these videos. So in one sense, we're also archiving a little bit about ourselves, who we were and what we were uh, for our grandchildren. Now, that's actually important because for me, I one of my grandfathers passed away about 12 years before I was born. So I never actually got to know what he was like. And my dad was quite a quiet person that never really talked about what his past was like because he didn't he didn't get to express his feelings uh he, he was an honest person but you but he was a quiet man so he didn't really get into a little bit about the past so i'm i'm learning more about my past so these shows are really quite good because they actually do capture a little bit of history for the next generation or the next two generations so they can see who where did i come from who who were these Crazy guys that we uh, were spawned from, you know, through their children. And what crazy people. But also, they will begin to start find out a little bit more like you have expressed your, when you were a youngster and you had a Mohican. And they'll be kind of going, what was a Mohican? What was that like? And they might do a little bit of investigation. And they might be able to put together a little 3D version of you as a character like we've been doing as an avatar with that. And you never know, they might be able to represent that idea of being in London and sort of finding themselves with a modeling agency <laughs> in a virtual world. Who knows? That's it. I mean, the, the strange thing is they think they're unique. And because I have no hair and we're old and we're the parent that we couldn't possibly have been their age and been more rebellious, potentially. Maybe that's why I was saying to you earlier on, it's 
Have I lost a rebellious streak? Or wasn't it wasn't that was rebellious? It was I just stood out. I was tall and you know gangly and just non-sporty like and a big gob and different opinions to everyone else and didn't follow sports. So therefore that made me the odd the odd one out. That might make us yes. the odd couple. <laughs> I won't even go talking about that one. But it, it's it's the fact does that make you the odd one out? Or actually does it say you're the unique individual and you're the one that now stands out. So I took the positive as opposed to being left out. I actually stood out. And now I didn't overly embrace it and do a lot of what I because I was very, sh- I, was a sh- I was shy. I looked as if I was an extro- extrovert, but I was actually quite introverted in, in terms of nature. So my facade was this avatar six six foot six, seven foot two, you know, sort of gothic punk with Mohican and all the mad clothes that went with it, but quite a shy individual on the inside, except for those that engaged, you know, I engaged with or engaged with me. And then they found the character, the, you know, the, the funny chap that was on the inside and quirky, quick humoured. But, you know, I just didn't have anything to say about sport. Therefore, I couldn't get into those conversations. Therefore, it seemed quiet. Now, go fast forward 30 years and go, now you're, you're you know, are you that same individual? If I put those that, that, that avatar bank on, am I trying to stand out? Now, this world, to stand out in this world will take a lot. To be seen, to be heard in this world of so much clutter and social media, and, and uh, like it, it, you know, it'll take a lot. And you're saying, honestly, do you want to? And, I'm, and that's what's happening in the last week. Going, no, I think had, had this been there then, we would have been those characters, we would have stood out. But now as a 53-year-old old bloke, bald bloke, you're going, my time is up on that one. Don't try and be the 18-year-old me in this, in this timeline. Be the 53-year-old me in this timeline. And, and just enjoy it knowing that you can use the technology, embrace it, and, and actually, as you said, leave it a legacy. You know, find an audience. The audience might be just the kids in a couple of years' time whereby they won't listen to me now walking down the hall. They, won't, they might actually get the giggle in a couple of years' time and suddenly realise they were referenced every second podcast and, and, and that's uh, and given me ammunition to start talking about relationships. But I, in all honesty, this is the best thing that's happened. You know, it doesn't matter if it's an audience. If the audience is just George and myself, it's, it is the confessional. It's the, are you finding the real, your real self? Are you going on a journey of ex- self-exploration? Are you getting more comfortable in your skin? When you do, then what you then do in this new, per- not new personality, but the real personality, the real you, you'll become comfortable doing your art or your creativity, whatever that might be. It might just you know, be sums or accounts, but you're going to be yourself. You're going to be comfortable. You're going to enjoy getting up in the morning. You're going to be awake. And you're gonna and you're gonna you know interact with individuals a lot more honest honestly I believe I think yeah. I think that yeah and and as as you were talking there it was giving me ideas of how when um, I I was a very shy person when I was younger I, I didn't I wasn't outward going uh, well and that's my perception of, of it even though I I traveled I left home at eighteen went to college went and became a filmmaker and I had this idea that I could get into that industry and everybody was saying don't be daft just go and work for the local boot factory but no I had other ideas and I was going to go out there I did pursue it but one of the things that I did notice was again with my relationship with my eldest son was that he at 16 was in a play where he he performed on stage 
they mimed to a band and he didn't have any instruments, but they were really quite good uh, at what they were miming. And then they went off and said, well, actually, let's go and learn to play the bass guitar. And others went to learn the, the guitar and they ended up gigging as the most heaviest metal band there is called Osmium. They did about 150 gigs around Northern Ireland and down south, and they really enjoyed it. Now, what what happened was that they were taking on certain responsibilities. Uh, they they learned he was doing more management types uh, roles within that. They learned certain skills. They suddenly performed on stage to an audience. Their whole personality was lifted. They they found who they were very, very quickly. They found what they were capable of doing, what they weren't capable of doing. And his his um, confidence was built so much. All things do come to an end. So there was a chapter, and, and that was about five years as, as everybody sort of drifts off. But that confidence in him has now helped him to get a job where he is selling multi-million or even billion-dollar uh, uh business deals and and it's because of what he he got to explore as a youngster the other fellow is again more reserved a bit more like me he's more inward looking and and although he's got a great job and he's doing really really well he's not the one that would go off and be on stage and he would feel a bit more anxious about things so my recommendation there is look if you have a dream even as a youngster to go and do stage work or or anything that that sort of shouts out and gets used to being in front of even a smaller audience of about 50 60 people do it take that opportunity because your confidence will be lifted so much that you'll be able to do anything you feel as long as you understand the limitations but you can go off and do things now there's a weird question out there now i from various books we're reading is if is it the item that makes you most anxious possibly the one yes. you're meant to be doing yeah. because it's that you're putting that fear that like I couldn't possibly now this this is me I think yeah. I would I don't know if I would no, I don't want to be in, on stage and not the King Lear type thing but I I'm, I would no everyone looks the movies go oh, I'd love to be in the movies you know, the amount of work that's in there the amount of hanging around the amount of you know, you don't see the real workloads. But at the same time, if you could be the star. Now, I'm, as I said earlier on about Dwayne Johnson, I don't want to learn. I the amount of dedication and work that goes into that, you go, no, I just like to be the star. I don't want to do all that that goes with it, what, what it takes to be the star. Now, even you might be putting that in as the excuse as well. If you knew you could be the star if you do the work and that result led to that end, you know, or that effort led to that end and result, would you do it? And I think a lot of people won't do it because they're not willing to take the gamble just in case it doesn't lead to that end. And then they feel, look at the amount of work and effort I would have to go through and then not achieve what it is I was trying to achieve. So and I think that's me. I think I'm not, if I can't see it, I don't know what the odds are on working and being successful then I'll, I will bring that future to the present and go, it's not worth doing, I won't bother, I'm not going to put all that effort in, it would be lo a lost cause. Rather than going, what if it worked? And when I put in the extra effort and make it work? And would you, do you want to be on that stage? Do you want to be in that limelight? And, and not with all the, the trap, the bad trappings that can come with it. And it's not about the money. Then you start going, you talk about being famous for the money. 
you know, because if you don't don't need the fame, you can get money from somewhere else in the same amount. Why why be famous to get the money? So, where where do you want the adoration? Do you want you now when you start looking at certain programs, you go, most of it's false, and they don't you don't know these people, and they like it today, and the next performance they won't, and therefore is it real? Are they like Facebook friends? You don't know them; they're not real. There's about two hundred you might know, and fifty that are real, and ten are ten of your friends. So, I'm thinking. The things I was most afraid of, I think was a reverse measure of the thing I most want to do, but afraid of actually trying to do and putting the actual effort in and being got. And if, if, if you did that, you were successful, then what are you doing? So I think that comfort, honestly, is starting to come back in. I'd like not to be, I'd like to be a big fish in a small pond, not necessarily a small fish in a big pond. I want to be more out there because i think there's an awful lot more i have to give the world not well it could be entertainment i don't know what it is exactly yet but it needs to get out of the room i think it's very valid because you started to explore some really interesting ideas that were quite again that's that bringing out that kind of honesty that honesty thing that was inside you but i think what was what was very crucial was that um People get hung up on this idea of fame as being success, and it's actually not. And, and really, when it comes down to it, most of us don't really want to be famous. That's not what we're interested in. But success is something different, I think. And and success doesn't necessarily have to be a monetary thing either. And I think if and, – and also, we don't need to – if we think of success as being something way off into the future, that can actually scare us, and, and we can start to feel, hang on, I'm very, very frustrated – now I actually was I actually felt quite happy yesterday because I successfully completed a number of little videos and they I, I again they gave me a lift. I felt a lot happier. The day before I, I was sketching around these ideas and like you were saying, I was kind of going, why am I doing this? Should I be doing it in 3D or should I leave it in 2D? Um I don't know. Am I, so I started to worry sillily about what I was doing. And then all of a sudden I started to just say, ah, oh, let's forget it. Let's, in the moment, I started to enjoy the process. And I actually really felt as though I was being successful in the image that I was starting to produce. And then when I transferred it to the computer, it came into another shape, which again, I liked and I felt that that was successful in what it was doing. And I achieved a couple of little things that worked really well, especially with the animation. Very two two or three images that created a little animation of you, which, which is now in our little trailer. And then I thought, well, I'll share this. I'll share this with Garvin. So I threw it all together and made a little anime, put together just sequences that I'd already done and just made movements and created a little anime. And the only animation, it was just that that movement of your your face. But what was interesting then, I thought, oh, it's not 30 seconds. I'll slap something at the end. And I threw in the elephant. And then I thought, well, if we moved into its butt, which has the 52 joke as well, it'll actually be useful as, you know, you'd, you'd mentioned something about that. And then I thought, I rendered it all out and went, oh, hang on a second. I've just wasted an opportunity to put in some text to say what it's for. We could use this as a commercial. Uh, and I found some music. So yes, on, on Wednesday, I think it was, I was actually felt very successful that I'd achieved all these little things. I felt quite happy and it was just stuff that I'd done here. So in that sense, because I was operating in the now, I had set little targets for myself and I felt quite successful and I'd accomplished quite a lot by the end of the day. And when I shared it with you <laughs> and other people saw it, they went, wow, brilliant. I suddenly went, 
actually that's really all we need is that every day if we can yeah, feel yes. that we're actually achieving something then it's my, that makes it worthwhile i would use the language of micro successes it's we're successfully taking baby steps we're successfully doing something every day which will is is on that journey is that it's a brick on the yellow brick road yeah you know, it's, it's 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 we're just we're just doing little hop hop skips and jumps and 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 we're on we're staying on the yellow brick road we're not going off of it we're saying we're on it we can take two steps back and one step forward or two steps forward one step back but we're enjoying the process we're on the road to successes multiple successes of your personality becoming the real you your confidence rising up a level you're not caring what others think and using that as an excuse to stop and not do something that you now enjoy if there's no audience out what will stop us is if these lack of well lack of affirmations of audience and we're saying well you're doing all this work and it's an awful lot of work and effort and 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 no one said it's great and you're going well we said it's great you know we enjoyed it you know we did it we did it again the next day and each time we did it we enjoyed it again is that not a success is that not, not a successful you know use of your time in that day that you had a good conversation you, you were mindful by the end of it you had a good laugh or giggle as a result of something that happened you've created an evidence and legacy for your grandchildren if you want to have a laugh in the future and go what were these two codgers up to who's it for who what are we doing this for we're doing it for ourselves in the absence of anyone else that's all that matters and then if we enjoyed it, someone else might as well. And for that reason, that reason alone, honestly, I'm going to keep on doing this forever. Well, as long as George does the editing. You know, I, I'll keep, <laughs> now, I might have to learn the editing one day. I enjoy the editing, but, so it's but, okay. But together, I think it's the odd couple. It's we enjoy what we're doing. We're going to keep on doing it as long as we can. We're going to be frank and honest and not the coffee. And... We honestly enjoy enjoy it, and when we don't, we'll find out why not, and we'll pivot, and fix it, and go again. You know, I I think so. I hope, or I intend, or I will. You know, the usual. I could have, would have, should have. I'm going to. Uh, hopefully, it's a we. Well, one of the things that um, you, when you were talking earlier on, we were talking about family and how that's important. Everybody goes off to be, I need to be sex f successful, and and they and they sacrifice family. Now, I remember most people's lives are not ordinary; they're actually extraordinary, and I think that's important for people to to remember. Now, I, I live now in Northern Ireland, and I'm an English person, and I came here in 1984 during the middle of the Troubles. And in, the, in that, I was scared to go to the Falls Road. And I marked out the Falls Road as a place not to actually go to. And then I ended up living on the Falls Road. I thought, great, the universe has got a great sense of humor. It's put me where I fear to go. You'd mentioned this idea of fear. Now, what was interesting was that I then met my wife, who was to be my wife. And at one point, I got stopped at a roadblock. And I was told by some soldiers that basically I shouldn't go where I was. And they don't like those people. And they'd advise me to pack up with my girlfriend. I didn't accept their advice. And it was a challenge. But I'm actually now married 33 years this year, next week, in fact. And that was the most successful thing I could ever do, was, was that relationship with my wife. 
and the kids that we now have and the grandchildren that are starting to be. So again, there are lots of challenges that we face. And, and, and if we face up to who we are honestly and follow through with our convictions, we'll have a successful life anyway. It's not about fame, but we can still have a successful life. And as I said, this journey of Yellow Brick Road on one of the journeys is to find yourself, the real you, be honest with yourself. Are you happy with what, you, with what you're doing, with what you see? And if you're not happy, just do something about it till you are happier. You may not be totally content, but you shake yourself up a bit and go, just, you know, is I'm losing a little bit of weight now, not as much as I want to do. I'm halfway there in a sense of it's, I'm doing more than I was doing before, which was nothing. Now I'm doing something. I'm no Dwayne Johnson, never going to be, but I'm a happier me on a journey to being a healthier, to be a healthier version of me in the absence of doing something else. So now I need to address other things. I think the combination of each one will then make you the better person that will also give you this armor or, or not, you don't need armor so much, but the strength, the strength to then be the best, be the best you you can be now given what you have and given the things you have around you and the people and the resources and now readdress what's in front of you and live in this now and the next now and and be and be aware of it doesn't matter what other people think it's just be honest with yourself be frank and honest and the other thing is don't be worrying about the future and as garvin said be honest with yourself and things will actually work out and if you expect the unexpected, you'll have a great life. Thank you for listening to this show. And we look forward to seeing you or being with us on the next one. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Or not. <laughs> Take care. Do what it says in the tin. Follow and share.